I don't know about you guys, but today has been B-A-N-A-N-A-S, bananas. Um, like, I just decided to just do an episode based on this because it's just like, has anybody ever had one of those days where it's just like, you think that you're going to have a great day and then one thing happens which snowballs into another thing which snowballs into another thing and then next thing you know just like a good chunk of your day is gone that's kind of what happened to me this morning and um so I guess I'll just name this issue I mean this episode this is the episode where Daisy did not have electricity (laughs) um Everything's good and straight now, but this happened, let's just say this happened around, I want to say between like eight o'clock-ish Eastern time. And this is like, it happened directly right after I dropped my daughter off, like at school. Like I came home, um, I made a smoothie for breakfast and I'm just sitting there watching TV and I told myself, I was like, okay. In the next few minutes, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna put on like my workout clothes and I'm gonna like try to like, just do my usual morning bike, like bike run. I'd been, I cycle in the morning. I was like, all right, let me get changed so I can do my cycle, like, you know, do my spin situation for like an hour. I try to like, I have like a slim cycle, like, you know, like a bicycle bike. And I try to like, like just do it for like about an hour, hour and a half if I'm like really trying to push myself. Either way, literally, I stand up and all of a sudden I hear boom. And I'm thinking, holy shit. I'm thinking somebody hit one, the house, but then the house didn't shake. And then I'm like, holy crap, somebody finally backed into my driveway and hit my car. All right, so let me back up a little bit. All right, to anybody that knows me but doesn't exactly know like the whole situation about where I live, so I live in a I live in a nice neighborhood. It's pretty chill. Everybody keeps to themselves, and I have a decent house. Like it looks small on the outside, but it's like a it's a decent three bedroom, two like one bathroom, unfortunately. But it's like a, it's a cute house, you know, half an acre of land. Like it's a really cute house, and it's in a nice neighborhood. Like all my neighbors are we all keep to ourselves. Like my neighbors next to me, they're like a nice older couple. All right, yada yada. Only downfall to my neighborhood is one. There's a railroad track behind my house that we were told at the time that the train only goes by a couple of days a week. Of course, that's bullshit because it goes by every day. However, like we've been here for like a couple of years now. And like, even though you still hear it, like after a while, you kind of just, it becomes part of like background noise. So it's not as bad. Although now we can't get like a dog because I feel like if we do get a dog, the the noise itself is just gonna bother any kind of dog we get. Anyways, I digress. Second issue with the house, like the second issue about where I live, the only like complaint that I have is because of the um, railroad track, there's a 10 foot bridge that's connected to it. And the 10 foot bridge sits directly next to my house. Like it's my house and another house across the street and another house, another house. Basically, we're literally like our property is next to this 10 foot bridge. Now, with bridges, especially low bridges like that, there are signs that are posted that's supposed to make any driver or anybody aware that there's a bridge coming up ahead. 
I've counted. There's at least six signs on my block up until you get to the bridge to let you know, hey, there's a low hanging bridge. There's also a street that is maybe like halfway that you can turn to like turn like turn down so you can avoid the bridge that will take you back to you know 146 where you know right where I live it'll take you right back to the other road that you need to go to if you're trying to still go in that direction and there's a sign there that lets you know low-hanging bridge you know detour here however there are and I'm trying not to be I'm trying not to like curse but fuck it there are dumbasses that will repeatedly not see the sign and one will back into my yard and there's been several times where people have ruined our grass ruined a nice bush that we had or have knocked over our mailbox because again they just think okay maybe I'll just back up instead of I don't know using the neighbor's yard who has a better driveway than we do or I don't know read the fucking sign and not go to the bridge and get stuck so naturally that's what the boom was so of course I run to the door like my front door and I see like a fucking 18 wheeler backing out of my driveway like he's stuck in the middle of the road so basically his his trailer's in the middle of the road blocking traffic on both sides he's halfway out of my driveway and then I look and I see his back end hit the telephone pole or the power um, pole or I guess that's, you know, the pole with like, you know, power lines and shit, hit that one, leaned it further back and kind of tapped like my neighbor's mailbox. So thankfully he didn't hit my mailbox. However, I'm sitting there thinking, the fuck is this guy doing? And I kind of wish I like should have went outside because I try to take a picture from like, I try to take a picture of the guy's license plate from my freaking like, from my front window. And unfortunately I didn't because like by the time I was able to get like my camera set up, and like, you know, try to get like a killer picture. I couldn't focus and the guy kind of like sped off cause he knew he was wrong. Like he knew he hit something and he fucked up. So by the time like I was able to get, like try to get like a clear picture, it was too late. He was already gone. And from what I saw, there was no logos in the truck. So I couldn't even like maybe look into the guy's like company that he worked for. So I figured like he was an independent driver or whatever. And like, as soon as he left, like I noticed the power line, like I noticed there was like a power line dangling dangerously low, like in the middle of the road and then towards my house. And it was like really low, like cars were able to drive underneath it. But I feel like if it was like another like truck or like a, like a, like a moving truck or like anything higher than like, I guess, I don't know, like anything like really high up was definitely going to like rip it down. So I immediately like make phone calls to like the power company, like National Grid and like I filed a report and then I called like the cable company who I get an automated thing that says they're aware of the problem and I'll send somebody out. Mind you, nobody ever came out. And then like I tell like the hubby the situation. So he starts making phone calls, like, you know, try to figure out what to do. And so I patiently wait and somebody from National Grid does come and what's weird about the whole situation is that when the guy came, he like, um, I explained the situation to him and he seemed like kind of confused. Like he looked at the cord that was dangling down. He immediately said, oh, well, that's the cable cord. So there's nothing I can do. You're going to have to call your cable company for that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, 
I just got off the phone with Spectrum. So I guess I could try to, again, and see if I get a hold of a person. And he was like, well, I could check your meter just in case, you know, just to make sure, you know, everything is okay. So I go inside, my power goes out. So mind you, when the guy hit the, when the truck driver hit the pole, he just knocked out my cable. My power was completely fine. And I only called the um, electric company just to let them know about the low hanging, you know, the low hanging like power line. And to say, hey, you might want to check the, like, you know, the pole. Cause obviously the guy hit it pretty good and it's leaning hard, like more than it was before. So I figured I did the right thing. So the guy comes and he goes to check my meter and like all of a sudden my whole power went out and I'm like, okay, that's not good. But then I'm thinking, okay, probably went out because he had to like, you know, he's checking the meter. So he probably had to turn everything off. So then a good like five minutes go by and then I see him walking up with my meter in his hand and I'm like, so I go outside, meet him outside and he basically says, so I had to take your meter out and we walk around the house and basically I see like this open hole and he says, yeah, I looked in and there's like a couple of wires loose. And so I have to take the meter out because I don't want your meter to keep running because if it keeps running, it could cause a surge and we could cause an electric fire and we don't want that. And I'm sitting there like, okay, so are you going to replace that? Because I was like, so one, I don't have power. And two, are you going to replace that? And he goes, well, unfortunately, you have to call an electrician. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, why do I need to call an electrician? This should be something you're able to fix because, you know, it's the box and like he says well no it's it's not within my pay grade I'm not supposed to like do stuff like this he says but I'll send somebody out to inspect the pole across the street but yeah definitely get a hold of an electrician and like I go inside to grab my phone to call like my husband or like call my husband or just to text him to let him know the situation and as I'm talking to him the guy doesn't tell me anything else and he just takes off so me and my husband were panicking like we're trying to get a hold of an electrician and then like my husband was told that we need to like call the police to file an insurance like for their insurance claim and I'm sitting there going well I don't think we need to file a claim because technically nothing on our property was damaged so but I was told to call the police anyway I called the police and I explained the situation the lady on the phone sounded confused as to why I was calling them and but she was like sympathetic so she said I'll send somebody out anyway and so then out of the blue, like I'm sitting here waiting. I'm trying to like get a hold of like an electrician. Luckily, my husband got a hold of somebody and the guy said he was going to take like, like take 30 minutes because he was still working on, I guess, another job nearby. So while I'm waiting for that guy to show up, all of a sudden I see another national grid truck like show up and they look across the street, I guess, assess all the damage. And then they assess the damage like, well, they see if there's any damage on my end. And then there you go. So, and I explained to them, like, the, it was like two other guys, and I explained to them the whole situation. And as soon as I explained the situation, the guy looked so utterly confused as soon as I got to the part about the meter. He goes, Wait a minute. So, the tech took your meter out? And I go, Yeah. He said there was like a couple of, like, I guess, wires loose or whatever, because I guess, like, when the truck driver hit the pole and knocked, like, something important, like three or four inches, which knocked my shit loose I guess and the guy goes well yeah but still the guy like the tech should have been able to replace it because it's inside the box and I'm sitting there thinking that's exactly what me and my husband were thinking so then like luckily this new tech he looked at everything he talked with his partner and he says yeah we'll be able to fix everything 
no problem. We'll even pull up your um, power, um, cable cord for you. And I go, oh my God, thanks. Is this going to cost me anything? And the guy goes, you know, he makes a joke like a million dollars. And I told him he was shit out of luck because obviously by my house, I'm not a million, you know, we're fucking broke. So he starts laughing. I start laughing and he told me not to worry about it. And he was just like utterly confused as to why the guy took off of my like meter. And I guess while the other tech he was working with was fixing everything, the guy I talked to, the newer guy was on the phone trying to like investigate what happened with the meter and why the guy take off with it. And I guess like, I don't know if I got the other tech in trouble or what, but you know, it was nice to actually know that like National Grid was willing to make up for like, I guess their screw up in the beginning. And they kind of like took care of everything. And long story short, you know, while they're fixed, well, I guess in the middle of them fixing everything, the cop I called earlier rolls up. Actually, it's funny because when National Grid first showed up, like I guess the second time, I saw the cop arrive and then there was some idiot down like in my neighborhood speeding, like speeding down my neighborhood. It's only um, 30 down my street, but this guy had to be going at least like 45 or 50. And as soon as we saw him fly, like I saw the cop approaching, but as soon as he like, was getting close to my house. I see his lights pop on and he was gone to go after the other guy. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm gonna have to wait. And I totally forgot he was coming because then in the middle of those guys showing up, the electrician that my husband got a hold of showed up and to tell him, hey, you know, we don't need you after all. I felt bad, offered the guy gas money. Electrician was like, oh no. And he explained that he was nearby anyway. And he seemed really nice. And he actually knew the guys that were working on my house like work trying to fix my problem now and he was like you're in good hands and so he took off and then like right after he took off maybe like a minute or two later the cops show back up and I feel like an a-hole because I forgot to put my face mask back on but luckily the cop was super nice about it and like he had a face mask on and like I stood like you know six feet away from him explained the situation told him everything again and you know he looked at like he looked around at the like, you know, my front yard and he goes, well, did the guy hit your car or anything? I go, no. And he explains to me, he was like, well, you don't need to file a report because he's like, well, who told you to call the police to file a report? I'm like, well, technically my husband told me and National Grid or whoever he talked to told him. He was like, well, you guys can't really even file an insurance claim because technically the damage that the truck driver did was not on your property. So... And I explained to him how I wasn't able to get a license plate or anything. And luckily the cop was super nice and super down to earth. And like, he knew that this is like the whole people turning around in your yard or like like the whole bridge problem has been like a persistent problem, unfortunately. And like he, I think he's been familiar that we probably contacted like the police before about it because, you know, just last, um, earlier in the year, we had some dummy hit our mailbox again. And luckily like we were able to like, file a report on that and then like just all the time like the cop even said to me don't be afraid to call us because this is an ongoing issue and it's an issue that can be totally prevented and like we explained that we're gonna try to like fix it but luckily the cop was nice and like I felt bad and I like made him come out he was super like apologetic he was like nope it's fine I'm literally like this is my beat anyway so I was like five minutes away and he was super like sympathetic and luckily like everything straighten itself out but bro this has been a super most stressful morning so like after the cop left like maybe another 10 minutes go past and like 
I'm like texting back and forth with my husband, texting back and forth with my best friend who's in nursing school, who I was hoping to talk to on the phone, but I forgot she had class today. So I'm texting her the whole situation. So finally at like, like, like finally like around noonish, like my power and my electricity was back on. And like, luckily we didn't have to pay anything out of pocket and just, Overall, it's just been a clusterfuck of a morning. And I can just only sit back and laugh because I'm sitting there going, how did all this happen within a couple of hours? And this is like the only thing I can think of. It's just like, like I saw a meme actually this morning that pretty much summed up like everything I was going through. And it was like a picture of Bailey Sarian who was like, I'm absolutely like, like I'm a huge fan of hers. Like if you like have a YouTube or like you could probably see her on Instagram you should check her out she does like um mystery murder makeup Mondays and she does like amazing like makeup tutorials but anyways like um a friend of mine back in um Virginia posted like a meme of hers so it's two pictures of Bailey Sarian and it basically says the Lord is testing me and then the second meme says but I didn't study and I'm just sitting there thinking that's that just sums up my day so I had to repost it and that's the only way I could describe it like describe like my whole morning luckily hopefully like the rest of my day isn't crappy and you know they, they say when you fall on your face the only thing you do is get back up so hopefully I'm just gonna get back up dust myself off um try to enjoy this last bit of time by myself before I have to go get my little one and I think me and her, I'm going to take her out to lunch. Like, I feel this calls for some Starbucks this morning. Like, I need some, need some caffeine to, like, calm my nerves. And, um, <laughs> so that's pretty much it. I just felt like I just needed to, like, vent and get it off my chest. And just, like, I find it to be, like, a hilarious story. And, um, so as far as the podcast, I'm going to have a better, hopefully I'll have a better episode, um, uploaded on Friday. I'm going to try to upload this one tomorrow. Um, don't forget you guys can contact me at awkward blurred girl podcast at gmail.com or I think it's awkward blurred podcast at gmail.com. Sorry. Um, and just don't forget to like, you can hit me up on Instagram, awkward blurred girl. Look for me on Facebook, awkward blurred girl podcast. And that's pretty much it. Um, Hopefully the next topic is not going to be like me bitching and moaning again. It's going to be a little more relaxed and I'm actually going to just be talking. It's going to probably just be have a random feeling like this as well. But it's just going to be me talking about like how I've been dealing with the quarantine a little bit. But um, to anybody that's listening, hopefully you guys have had a much better day than I have. Um, Make decent choices. Kindness is gangster. And for F's sakes, wear a mask and talk to you guys soon.